Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Neil Hughes joins me in studio on this Monday morning. Good morning to Neil. Good morning there, Alan. You know what? I'm not sure if you ask the rugby community at the minute, I'm not sure that you have to be local to be a successful manager. Yeah. If you look at um, Andy Farrell and the success, the unbelievable success that he's had. Um, yeah, I just go to number three there, Mike. Yeah, yeah, it just shows you the, um, the fact that people can actually... Uh, embrace the passion of the local people as a manager or as a coach um, because I'm, I must say I thoroughly enjoyed watching the rugby over the weekend I've never played rugby never played it in my life but I mean Well that's a very interesting point you've raised there and balance is important as well because mm. Andy Farrell his own son was captain in the England team Exactly What a strange situation <laughs> So you're, you're captain the one thing I think a lot of people when it comes to Gaelic games think that well, so, uh, Gaelic games is so much your, your club and your county Yeah and your parish uh, And, and uh, I mean the, yeah. I often wonder how somebody from another county can come in and manage a county against their own county because for me, I couldn't do. I, I couldn't, you know. Well, ask Andy Farrell. I mean, you yeah. know, or ask in, in other. I'm the same. Ask uh, in the football. Do you remember Jack Charlton was a massive success as well? So, listen. I I don't know if I'd fully go along with that. I mean, the, the success of the county is obviously hugely important yeah. to our community because we identify so strongly and we remember the the good days in the mid '90s when we were as strong as we were back then. So, yeah. And look, I'd love to get back to that, you know, because uh, it's... You it's, think it's good for the county? Oh, it's listen, it's it's a lift. I mean, the, the weekend was a lift for the entire country in terms of, you know, being so, doing so well, not just in the seniors, but also with oh, the under 20s. Under 20s as well, yeah. It's extraordinary, you know. Um, and it, also, they, they won it in Cork, which was great to see the the regions coming into it as well and, and participating. Um, so, listen, I think that's all good for the general psyche. Puts people in good form, brings optimism in. You know, there's lots of... Bad news, Alan. You don't have to go too far. Yeah. But really, far in, in any form of life, the pressure comes on the manager. I mean, you talked about rugby there and the success of Andy Farrell. A few months ago, he was anything but successful. Now we're number one. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's a very fickle business. And the, the managers have to take the rap, don't That's right. And it's, um, there's leadership shown. A lot of leaders will, will lead by example. And they, they set the tone. And then a lot of people then will follow that. And they also have to exude confidence you know and with that confidence then becomes infectious and the optimism becomes infectious and everybody then gets on board so it does listen you know it's the same in sport as it is in business there's huge analogies you can draw in terms of the two so you're supporting Gary Egan give him a chance is that what you're saying yeah exactly 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 give everybody a chance everybody everybody deserves a shot you know what they do with that shot that's up to them yeah so well the championship is on April the 22nd and uh Thousands will travel to Galway and around because that's what you do. You support your team through thick and thin. Now, you are looking at the banking situation and Credit Suisse, is that right? Credit Suisse, yeah, it's extraordinary. I mean, I can't actually, I can scarcely believe that I am, you know, I'm here once again and we are speaking about banks um, in in light of crisis, you know, crisis in banking because unfortunately that's where we're back to. This is a sensitive enough subject for lots of people in Ireland because it was 15 years ago, only 15 years ago. This is an echo now we're hearing from 15 years ago. But um, a lot of people would have suffered because of the crisis that hit in terms of banking. A lot of people would have found, you know, their loans being called in, their worry from deposits being threatened. Obviously the banks were bailed out back then. But the functioning banking system of this country is the absolute bedrock of that everything else is built upon. Because businesses need to have access. They need, first of all, they need to have security as to where their money is kept and, the, you know, in terms of the, 
the running of their business, but also they need to have access uh, to funding when they need it. They need yeah. to have access to overdrafts and lending if they want to buy new premises, uh, working capital. So it's absolutely uh, essential. Frantic activity, Alan, over the weekend. Uh, the second biggest bank in Switzerland, Credit Suisse, has effectively entered into a shotgun marriage with UBS, another enormous uh, banking giant. And what I, saw, what I thought we would look at today uh, is sort of the comparisons between where we were, well, what's happening now with the Silicon Valley Bank and First Republic Bank and Signature Bank in the US, all of which now have been have gone bust, um, with Credit Suisse, which has had this forced merger, um, which again is, you know, for somebody who's worked in finance all my life, uh, it's extraordinary to see one of these big names, like a big global player, all of a sudden it's just disappearing. The investment bank apparently is going to be wound down for Credit Suisse. So to look at the comparisons, I don't know, do you remember, I don't know where you were, Alan, back in 2008, but there was, I don't know if you remember the queues that started forming outside Northern Rock, for example. I do indeed, Big yeah. deposit holder. I think everybody was impacted by that crash. Everybody, because it was, you know, each each bank was affected, one after the other. It was a, kind of like a domino system back then. Are we and heading back to that? I don't think we are heading back to that. And certainly, I think what happened here, Credit Suisse has been in difficulty for some years. It's had a number of scandals. It's kind of lurched from scandal to scandal. It's had you know, record fines being applied to it because of some of the activities of the uh, executives in there. They've reached settlements with various scandals in the US. So one after the other, confidence started to ebb in terms of the bank and that the culture there, there was something wrong with the culture. Um, and it's a funny thing about banking. It is based on trust. You have to trust the bank that you're because if not, you end up where we were 15 years ago. And I remember not only Northern Rock, but uh, I remember I had some friends working in Anglo at the time and it wasn't made public at the time, but they had plans in place that if there was depositors, if they came to look for their money back, that they would not let them queue outside on Stevens Green. You know where the Anglo's headquarters were? They had plans in place for an internal queuing system so that nobody would see if there was a queue forming. Because you know what happens, the media will pick up on that and say, here we are, we've got a run on the bank and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy then. And unfortunately with Credit Suisse, that seems to have been what happened. Um, because one, you know, one thing after another, the their main shareholder was the Saudi National Bank. They said they weren't going to invest anymore, and so it did. It started to look over recent days that the bank would collapse unless there was a merger. Last time this happened, fifteen years ago, there was an absolute spate of problems like this. Northern Rock, UK bank, but there was other UK banks: Bradford and Bingley, London Scottish, and then it, it spilled over because of the, uh, I suppose, the gamble that many bankers would have made back 15 years ago on commercial property and residential property in Ireland. And it was a gamble that went really badly wrong, especially right. with Anglo and the others. This time, Alan, that hasn't happened. You know, banking, in my experience, in the last few years, has been far more conservative, far more uh, better capitalised. The banks are better capitalised. But also, the approach of the vast majority of bankers that I would have met in the last few years has changed totally. They're just, they were risk, they're risk averse now compared to the way they were. So I would be very surprised if we saw anything kind of rippling across into Ireland. We need to watch it. I'd say we'd be talking about this now for another few weeks, Alan, by the way, because, you know, one after the other, it, right. th there's so many links in that whole global financial but world. But there are, I mean, the Dublin markets were weaker this morning across all the main pillar banks. They did. They, were, they dropped only about 6% now, nothing like what the rest of the world would have seen. But I know you're quite right. There would have been uh, an anti-bank sentiment generally for investors. They would have been pulling back away from banking stocks. 
uh, stocks and shares. I think the big issue with the likes of Credit Suisse is Credit Suisse is a counterparty to many of the sort of international global links that are there. In other words, there'd be there'd be different transactions happening whereby Credit Suisse would be a part of that. They would play a role. They'd be the other side of a transaction. Um, and that's why w- with those links, uh, everybody's not 100% certain where the next story is going to come from. Certainly okay. after Silicon Valley, investors started to look at Europe and say, OK, which is the weakest of these? You know, let's kind of try and move away from the very weakest. And that's what happened with Credit Suisse. And unfortunately, uh, it looks like very bad news for them. I think there will be job losses. I don't think we're going to see it in Ireland, but certainly internationally, you're going to see numerous job losses if the investment bank is wound down. Okay, well, we've enjoyed the chat this morning. We started rugby, we talked about sport, we've got on to Credit Suisse. So let's finish in a positive frame of mind, just in relation to your own development, things progressing well. And your new company, I don't mind you giving them a mention again. Yeah, as it's Ireland. Yeah, we're, we're, um, we've rebranded as, as, as it's Ireland. Just recorded the, the new ads. <laughs> I had to do all the, yeah. the revamp on the brand and so on. Um, great buzzing amongst the team, I must say. Um, we've some new starters this morning. The Dublin office I just met. Uh, there's three new ladies joined one of the teams, uh, and I was delighted to welcome them in. So that kind of crackle of energy is continuing. I have a couple of meetings today for, for again some new hires in the Enniscorthy office. Um, so it's all go. So all systems go. Yeah, no, really, really happy, Alan. Thanks for the, the support again. I'm Thanks, Neil. Yeah. Good to talk to you as always. Neil Hughes there, casting his expert eye over financial matters. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.